Everybody, welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? How are you doing? Hey, it's good to be back, guys. Thanks yes. for holding the fort yeah. down. For yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we missed you. Thank you. We love you. Glad we the Super Bowl happened. Could have recorded last week if not for you canceling on us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, I, I was gonna I was gonna say uh, we have the Super Bowl ended, and so normally for the average sports fan, the yeah. a- which is not you, Phil. Nope, you're the average not. Sports I'm a sports fan. outsider. I uh, hate Joel it. and I, I would say we're about the average sports fan. We're the modern American yeah. man collectively. Give or tech. Yeah, give or tech. tech. Wow. Give or tech. <laughs> that feels like the slogan of like a new dot com company or oh, yeah. a 2002 dot com company. Yes, uh, it's, it's something where like caregivers come to your house and it's called give or tech. Guys, or I thought that was a slogan. Give or tech. Like, oh, I see. It's give a sailing term. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you got you got to choose between giving a little sail or tacking hard back to the port. Oh, I see where you're getting at. Yeah, I still don't understand. <laughs> but usually, I would say this period, the, the right after the Super Bowl, is the saddest time for the sports fan because oh, yeah. it represents the longest time between the beginning of more football, which yeah. is America's sport. Yep. And we're kind of in the doldrums of NHL and NBA. Right. Yeah. Like we're, we're not- talking like it's it's. Kind of spring training for baseball. Yeah, but not yet. Which is fun because it's like it's starting again, but it's not fun because it's actual baseball. Right. But and it's the equivalent of the dog days of August for the NHL and the NBA. Yeah, we're know? not quite to the playoffs. Yep. But you do sort of know it's like half the teams are essentially eliminated. <laughs> It's right. like there's only like four team, you know, four teams but, on either side playing meaningful games in any given. But week. conversely, half the teams in both those leagues make the playoffs. Right. So there's that. So there's a pretty <laughs> heavy coast factor at this point. I think is what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe it's time where sports fans can like remember why they fell in love with their wife. Or say hi to their kids. Oh, oh, I always called you Joel. Oh, how naive, Phil. Right. I guess. Uh, Sports is I have a happy marriage, and I see my daughter a lot. Uh, But, but, changing that, changing that whole paradigm, the XFL. Oh, bless their hearts. They premiered this weekend. Yeah. And we're going to have Dylan Day on, who I guess swore on the live mic. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. They they aired some games. He said the F-bomb right on there. He said, fucking... Oh, yeah. oh and so. they did not catch it until they didn't delay it enough, I guess. Did did someone on our board catch it when Phil said it there? No, oh. we're, we're just going to put the explicit tag on it. Yeah, exactly. okay. I think right. that's generally yeah. what All we right. do. That That's probably going to be easier. We did do that for the last 300 and... 370-some-odd episodes? Yeah, right now we're on 373. Yeah. Ooh, that 373 spectacular. Right. right. That's a lot of episodes. That's ridiculous. But I got to say, Phil, doing? For, for the sports fan who really doesn't want to take any time to remember how much he loves his wife, yeah. XFL perfectly positioned yes. in every yes. conceivable way. So they're here this weekend. And we'll have the XFL premiere this weekend. We'll have Dylan Day on. Yeah, totally. And uh, Clear but, the air about his incident. Yeah. Uh, he did say the F-bomb on network television yeah it's a big one uh you know that we that's still a big fine for the xfl so but before we move on super bowl preview review recap super bowl preview review recap brought to you by lids we don't just have recaps we've got lids that'll work seemed really working really hard not to say caps (laughs) so i guess we should just start with we all watch the super bowl yeah 
I did. Phil, did you, Phil? Phil, uh, what did you eat for the Super Bowl? Thank you. Uh, I actually I went to a Super Bowl party, but it was one where a lot of people were bringing their babies. Uh, so I went to the baby mat and hung out with the babies. Watched the <laughs> halftime spectacular. Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> J-Lo pole dancing. She's 50. We're going to pay for uh, that one. Right. We're going to next <laughs> yeah. year. Joel and I talked yeah. about this next yeah. year. The, the, first of all, that was a lot of uh, bumping and grinding for the oh, boomer yeah, set. The, there was a lot of butts. Yeah. I think next year it's going to be James Taylor featuring Paul Simon. Yeah. Oh, That's no. Where they're oh, they're yeah. going to counter-program. They're going to Equal and opposite reaction. Yeah, that, that was sense. There was a lot. There was a fair amount of crotch rubbing, right. I'll say. Yeah. Even for me, I was like, okay, butts, pole dancing. Ooh, we're, we're, we're really working that crotch area. But they yeah, also, like it's because they saw that Chris Evans Boston accent commercial and they couldn't help themselves. You know? Oh, God, that was terrible. Yeah, it was that just was like, all park, park the car. We ha- didn't have Harvard. sound on at our Super Bowl party until the halftime show, so there's that. But yeah. uh, No, I did not watch, I don't think, any of no the sense to me. Oh, I, was I was hoping like, you ate something good. Oh, the eating, of course. Yeah, I almost it's forgot. KFC day for you. Uh, it's KFC day, but this year we did not do KFC. What? I know, which, which Your killed baby me. has changed you. I know. Well, it was tough. It's hard because uh, you have you to wait for a half hour. you probably can't fried chicken while you're breastfeeding Lucy, right? Yeah, that makes it very yeah. tough, yeah. <laughs> a lot of sodium. No, but yeah. we uh, we went to a party where everyone was bringing food, and it turned out like everyone brought dips, which was kind of my dream party. Right. Oh, it was like I've been to one dip. like that. Uh, we made beer cheese inside a sour bread bowl. Oh, that's delicious. Ooh, super good. And then somebody else had like this gravy dip stuff. It, it sounds good. like it's gravy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like, but like, no dip crackers. Gravy can't work it. as a dip. Yeah. yeah, totally. So it was great. And then there was like uh, Southern style macaroni and cheese bake. And there was uh, ch- soy riso nachos. So something Ooh, I can okay. eat without the red meat. Okay. Yeah. It's great. Very good. Joel, did you eat anything interesting for the Super Bowl? Oh, I was uh, I was at my friend uh, Matt and Debbie's. Uh, we call them the Cavemans. That's uh, a combination of their two last names. Okay. And Matt made uh, Detroit style pizza. Oh, wonderful! Uh, which was quite good. Did I he use Detroit the auto pizza. pans? He no. Nope, the he, oil drip pans from a. He, he didn't have a good crust the right, on the back. He's still talking about how he can't quite get it crispy in the bottom. Uh, and he's he's been. That's battling not Detroit with it, style. It still, yeah, it was still quite delicious. Oh, wonderful! But I think yeah, there's then it's there's just deep dish. It's not crusty on the bottom. It's just square deep dish. But you did have the, the caramelized cheese up to the side. Oh, okay. that's that's pretty. Good. Also, that's, that's a solid indicator. Did, yeah. Like pulled pork and pulled chicken on on rolls. That was quite delicious. Ooh, uh, he's uh, got his Hawaiian his, rolls. His yeah, own hot sauce you don't that get he no tolls, fermented don't get no his rolls. own peppers for. He's, yeah, yeah. There we so, go. So so yeah, I ate very well, even though I did not realize I was supposed to RSVP for that. Oh, so you so, just showed up and they went. Oh, Joel, <laughs> what are you doing well, here? Debbie, Debbie gave me a lot of Would shit. Would have been nice if we heard from you. No, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, it was a very sarcastic, like, you're always welcome, but not this you time. should have RSVP'd. What did yeah. you eat, Jordan? Oh, I had poke. I had a little, uh, what? Like cold fish on rice? Uh, no, like, well, we had, like, pita chips and poke. Okay. Uh, I had a little wings, had some wings. Oh, good. Wings yeah. are good, but yeah. not poke. Well, wings you don't are like good. poke? No, well, poke's... Well, I can't eat We all had yeah, very say, yeah. modern just, foods you know. for the Super Bowl. No one here is, like, Doritos and cheese dip. I had pub cheese. Well, I, that's what I made. Well, I had some, so- I had some yeah, chips and salsa, still... too, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also, enjoy... I thought it was a heck of a game. Yeah, as far as the Super Bowl goes, I'd like goes, to point out that it took us about five minutes of food talking for us to get to the game. I so. thought that'd be yeah. better for Phil to just Thank get him to weigh in early and yeah. the halftime show. And it was a phenomenal game. The Chiefs yeah. had a five percent win expectancy. Oh yeah, eight minutes left. They're down ten, 
and they yeah. came back. It was it was an, it was actually a really good game. See, I actually didn't even know that there was a comeback at the end. That's how little I was watching the game. <laughs> like I knew that it was a low scoring game because every once in a while I'd see the TV. I was over on the baby bat playing with the babies the whole time. <laughs> it was great. Well, I believe it. Yeah. Nope. I mean, it's. I think it's fair to say that you know everyone in the greater southern part of the Midwest area, you know, you're. <laughs> right. Parts that we in the upper Midwest don't think of when you think of Midwest, but right. then they don't think of us when they think of Midwest. Yeah. So they think we're East Coast because we're in the yeah, Eastern Time exactly. Zone. Exactly. And neither of us are right or wrong. I heard, I heard that once from a guy really? in Iowa. Yeah. It's like, you're not in Midwest. You're in the Eastern Time Zone. And it felt like, oh, man. I don't know. It, it, just, yeah. it was like a dagger. I feel like culturally we're more like North, like Canadian. Yeah. Yes. No, I think that's fair. It's just weird that we think of ourselves as being from the Midwest. That's but true. I really, honestly, I was always like, oh, if you don't touch a great lake, you're not Midwestern. Yeah. You're not mid. You're not West. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but Kyle Shanahan now yeah. has the dubious distinction of being the head coach for a team that blew a 10 point lead with eight minutes left Ooh. and the offensive coordinator on a team that blew a 28 to three point lead in the third quarter when the Pats rallied to beat the Falcons yeah. Yeah. a couple years ago. Fire the coach. Well, I don't think you want to do that, but he did look like he was about ready to go to the warp tour with that hat. Yeah. You couldn't even tell it was a 49ers hat. Oh, really? Had the flat brim. Yeah, the logo was aggressively small. Yeah. Jordan pointed this out to me. He texted me midway through the game, (laughs) and I was like, you're right. That is an especially douchey hat. So wait, Warp Tour people are douches? I disagree. I think Uh, now. Well, nowadays. I don't uh, know. The yeah. change, man. The warp oh, different. Warped. I, I haven't been since <laughs> two thousand one. The, the warp so. tour people who are wearing very brand new clothes and clearly want people to know how brand new their clothes are. Not the gutter punks. That's Not the ones who are there saying. to yeah. go see no effects who like smell bad. Right. <laughs> news, news, news on the sports, sports, sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. XFL countdown to Death Watch. XFL Countdown to Death Watch. Brought to you by Jerry's Funeral Homes. We gotta, we gotta watch out for death. <laughs> the XFL is back. And like when Vinny, E, Drama, and Turtle graced the silver screen four years after Entourage ended, many people are asking, why? Right. And haven't we learned enough in the past few years that makes this feel wildly inappropriate? Yeah. They but, were like the Exturage. Yeah. <laughs> But the American appetite for football is insatiable, at least according to the XFL's investor prospectus. <laughs> the XFL, or XFL parenthetical 2020, right. as it's known on Wikipedia, sure. began play this weekend. Hey! Yeah! Uh, it's a big weekend for the XFL because if history is any guide, there will be a lot of people watching this weekend mm-hmm. and, and not much after. At all like, after. <laughs> like Paramount releases, right? Oh, yeah. sure could use a studio boss like Ari Gold. Yeah. I, uh, I, oh, oh, that's an entourage joke. Yeah, okay. yeah, I thought yeah. you were referring to like what's going on in actual entertainment news. Oh, I mean, I, was, I picked yeah. one that was relevant. Oh, okay, oh yeah. They had if you're the not Disney, you're year. not shit right now. Because so, I'm yeah. an entertainment news outsider, Jordan. <laughs> uh, so this week, the, the play started. With that in mind, let's find out what to expect when you're expecting the XFL. Oh, that sounds mm. like very nice. What does the XFL stand for? Extreme Fighting League, Football League. Nothing. It, it stands for nothing. Oh. It originally was going to stand for the Extreme Football League back when they first started, but right. apparently there was another league with that name. Got it. And so they uh. said, well, the X just stands for not NFL Football League. Okay. Oh, okay. So, but Ooh. that was then. So also, now it's just uh, X they, Football They really League. dodged right. a bullet on that because Extreme, I know it doesn't sound like it, but starts with an E. So That's true. Who that is, is true. the XFL's commissioner? Uh, Vince McMahon. Roger Extel. <laughs> yeah, good guesses. Oliver Luck. 
Andrew Luck's oh. dad. Wow. Yeah. That that would probably be the Joe Biden on the board of your company move right there. Uh-oh. <laughs> Something tells me this is a family association thing. Uh, the XFL will have a 10-week regular season, a two-week okay. postseason, and a week championship game. All right. I'd still say that's too many. <laughs> <laughs> Especially considering those guys probably want to play in the NFL in the fall, you'd think like a six-week regular schedule. Right. And the last playoffs. one was W-E-A-K. Right. A week championship yeah. game. <laughs> so aside from a lack of stars and mostly washed-up coaches, mm-hmm. how is the XFL differentiating itself? Extreme rules. Style of play. Right, exactly. It's they're, gotta be. They're branding themselves as less stall, more ball. Ooh, I like okay. that. That's Again, I, I would hooky. be a little worried that the bodies of the athletes are going to break down with less time to recover between plays. Less stall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more ball. Yeah, in return, we get more ball, though. Yeah. So I, it's good. not phrased in a rhyming way, so... But it's so. a shorter season, so less fall. More ball. More ball. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm talking, like, more health. Less. No, you don't understand. Yeah, when I feel like you don't. When it's, like when it's shorter it, playing Great. seasons, it's less hospital, more, <laughs> more ball. ball. Yeah. <laughs> How are they doing it? Running playing clock. <coughs> Clock's always running. A 25 uh, play clock instead of the NFL's 40. Mm-hmm. And the XFL added an eighth official whose only job it is to spot the ball. Mm. Oh, well, see, that one I can definitely get on board. It feels like a lot of pressure for that. Like, if yeah. that's your only job, you got the uniform, you're like, oh, I just got to yeah. spot this ball. Given, I just can't fuck it given up. Given what I understand the revenue from a single NFL game to be, hiring an additional referee specifically to focus on that single, truly essential part of the game sounds so sensible, I'm not sure I understand why they didn't. The other innovation the XFL has, officiating-wise, is yeah. no, uh, no coaches' challenges but they have another ref who's just the eye in the sky ref who can basically overturn anything or oh review anything gosh. at God all times. God mode ref. That's genius. Also, extremely intelligent. Right. They did this back in 2001, too. Yeah. yeah. And it was a great idea. That was the person who could, like, he could call penalties. He could do whatever because he reviews the play. Yeah, what a like great Truman way show. to take... He's the, like uh, Ed, Ed Harris sitting in the sky. You. Yeah, exactly. What a great way to take the 10% of the running time of my football games that's utter nothingness right now and remove it. <laughs> yeah. Each coach, only two timeouts yep. per half. Well, Halftime, cut to 10 minutes. But okay. I bet that it's a wild 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know how much we hate that. When the coaches give their halftime speeches, they sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, sure. Oh, like, I was, you got to get out there, guys. You really got to do a good I job. I just and assumed that they would have like a, a wrestling match or something during that 10 minutes or crazy cheerleader stunts because it's Vince McMahon. He Ooh. likes to fill time. That's a really good point. They I think, should have a longer halftime, if anything. Like a Super Bowl halftime every game. And like they're shooting a guy out of a cannon. Yeah, like totally. Shit like that. Yeah, it's a circus. Yeah. Phil, you you should be the executive running the XFL. Thank you. If what anyone had listened saying? to this podcast, I think they would have understood why you needed to be in control. I know of this entertainment. League. That's why a million yeah. people listen to this podcast every day. <laughs> And you know how much we hate that stupid coin toss at the beginning of games? Boring. Actually, I really like it. Especially since I have seen the one time where the- Gone. <laughs> Completely gone, Joel. Now it's just the home team decides whether to defer a kick. Arm wrestling match. Wow, again. It's gotta be so an sensible. arm wrestling match. One wonders. <laughs> but along with this, there's some interesting rule changes. Okay. That are, like in fact, uh, different from the NFL, right? Do they make it uh, more pro-defense? So they can tighten things up, unlike the free-scoring NFL today that that people like, but I don't. Well, here's the thing. The XFL says, and they say this confidently, they know what a catch is. 
Oh, whoa. Oh, really? Yeah. The question that has baffled experts for the last so when you get the 10 ball, to 15 years. I would, years. Say, no, I would say five years ago, the NFL forgot what the fuck a catch was. Yeah. It's this. About you five years catch ago. the ball. Yeah. Uh, I, right. I wish it were that simple. Well, see, they Did had a Did you make a football action? They, they were watching the end of this game, and they were like, boy, it sure seems like the Lions made a competent play to win late in the fourth quarter. But that, that, doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. obviously doesn't jive with what we know about reality. So clearly that must not, been a, not, a, not have been a catch. So it tore space-time, and we're just now getting back to reality. But what else makes the XFL so brain-rattlingly awesome? <laughs> I got to assume better soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, okay, so kickoffs yeah. must go in the air... And land between the 20 and the end zone. Hmm. The receiving team's blockers line up at their own 30. Okay. The kicking team's tacklers line up five yards away at the 35. They cannot move until the ball is received. Okay, so you've removed the full-speed open field contact... That was killing people. But kept the excitement of a kickoff. Yes! Now you do still have a lot of open field moves. That is going to make for a hell of a return, though, isn't it? Not What I saw, actually, no. It was oh. like he got out about, he caught about to maybe like the 35. But um, I guess, yeah, if you, if you were really good at open field blocking, you could definitely set up some big returns, I feel like. But also, more scoring is a good thing, right? It's more exciting. No, Phil, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> more score, you more are, No, Phil, you are correct. I would say the only other thing I want to add wrong, here is... Wrong, Phil. If you, you want a tighter, more traditional, conservative uh, defensive game... Joel's wrong. Joel's wrong. <laughs> if you kick it through the end zone, it's a major touchback, and it's on the 35. Ooh. If you don't kick it between the 0 and the 20, end zone and 20, it's on the 45. Oh, okay. So Who's, it's worse if you go under. Yeah. But it's still bad if you go over. Yeah. Start at the 35... That's how you do it. So they are playing cornhole with the kickoff, right? It's like a little scoring tray. They got to get it right in the I hole. thought we were going to spend this whole thing making fun of the XFL, no, but these thus are... far. Phil, you want some more scoring? Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got some, ball. I got some, You want some more ball? Yeah, give me more ball. Are you sick of the fucking stall? Oh, I'm so bored when they're not scoring points. <laughs> Again, healing. You could describe no it as healing. extra points. Thank you. None. One okay. point? Why waste our time with one point? Give me that six. Teams can choose to go for one point yeah. from the two-yard line. Okay. Two points from the five-yard line. Three points from the ten-yard line. Or 50 from their own 10. Last one's fake. Oh, <laughs> dang it. I would love that. That was too rock and jock, right? Yeah, but rock yeah. and jock is great. It I know. should be how basketball is you played. You can still imagine Dean Kane hitting that 50-pointer. Oh, yeah. That reminds me, I uh, some, some not-from-Michigan friends recently learned how to play Euchre, and so they sat down to play with me, and I tried to explain to them what a blind loner was, and they insisted... <laughs> That it wasn't an actual rule. It's eight. It's eight points if yeah. you can call a blind loner. And I was like, I'll be damned if people from Road Fucking Island are going to tell me how to play euchre. <laughs> I will say the blind loner is in the more loosey-goosey you, you version right. of it. I might have pushed a little with some of the rules I was introducing <laughs> yeah, I don't him play to. Blind but, loner. but yeah, two, two, so one point. But from I the like two, that they had a blind loner option. Two points <laughs> from the five, and then. Three points from your own 10. That's yeah, way more fun. Because then when you see the them line point. up, then they're like, oh my God, he's going for the two. Oh. Someone's going to die. Oh, just like they do in WWE. No? Uh, and you know what? And I feel like the, the addition of the kickoff rule makes having a very talented kicker field goals plus that kind of kickoff. Kicker's still important, even though they're not in part of the point after touchdown anymore. Also wacky, but not too wacky. Right. Too, well, I was gonna, this is introing the next part. Two forward passes are allowed if 
the first one is completed behind the line of scrimmage. Cool. So they both have to take place behind the line of scrimmage. But let's say you shotgun and go all the way like 10 yards back. You can throw it 10 yards forward, still five yards behind the line of scrimmage. A guy can throw it forward. Now, here's my question. Why can't people throw it whenever they want, but then if the person drops it, it's just a fumble if they're in front of the line? Well, you can go backwards. You right, just can't but why go can't for- you go forward? I don't understand why they don't yeah, have that. That's the rule of football. Yeah. You're only allowed one forward pass per But it down. seems like that's so hard to do that why would you <laughs> But see, that's what it? makes it fun, Phil, is sometimes you have that play where like the guy goes way to the other side of the field, and then he throws it, and you think there's his pass, but then you're like, Wait a second, no. That was slightly backwards. And then he launches like the downfield pass, and you're just I like, guess. that was insane. Here's one that I think Plus, uh, I like that you have to risk a fumble to make a second pass, effectively. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I like that part of the old rules, so I am not on board with this XFL change. Okay. And I don't think you're gonna be on board with this one, but I think Phil is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Overtime. Okay. It's more like soccer or the current NHL. Already. Yeah, I know. You already, already, you already, you already don't like it. Interested even a little bit. If the game ends in a tie, both teams will get five plays from the five-yard line, and they'll get a point for each time they score. Cool. With each defending team, get, with the defending team getting a point for each turnover, the team with the most points at the end of this shootout wins. Sudden death. No, sudden, it's not no, sudden death. Shootout. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, what Joel likes, I assume, is is the sudden death. Right. Which I feel yeah. like the NFL fixed with the kickoff with the field goal rule. Yeah. It's okay, though I was okay with it before, because again, I was like, if you can't get one stop when you absolutely need it the most, you don't deserve to win. Yeah, but that feels like the argument for abstinence-only sex education. Yeah, and watch the end of Mighty Ducks <laughs> which 2 I and tell me you don't Which I don't think is applicable in sex education, which matters, but in football, where I like to stretch my conservative muscles and be a complete <laughs> moron, I want to go old school. Also, when having unprotected sex, don't do a shootout. Joining us now on the podcast is XFL player Dylan Day. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Hey, Dylan, uh, yeah. thanks for having having your you know time to come on here. Uh, uh, so we 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 did yeah. think you wanted to clear the air a little about cursing on national television. Yeah, I did have a little. I had a moment there where I gave a little curse when I they put microphones in your face, and sometimes you know you can't help it. You just the passion of the game. You fucking say a swear word. You can't oh, help it. Okay. Whoa, yeah. you just did. Yeah. I, okay, well, well, you, we've you, already you, got the yeah, explicit yeah, tag yeah, on yeah, this one. Yeah, you, so. just, you, you just swore just then. Did you oh, notice yeah. that you swore? No, there? I didn't notice I swore. No, oh. I was, uh, I'm wondering if maybe you could take us through the moment that it happened and kind oh, of walk yeah. us through no, the steps no problem. and miss steps. Try and pay more attention to the words yeah, you Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. That's true. I, I play Think about for, your words. I, I'm a lineman for the Seattle Dragons, right? And we were playing against the D.C. Defenders. And uh, in the XFL, which we really like, as soon as you get off the field, they put a microphone in your face. And in my head, I was going, don't swear, don't swear, don't swear. And then I was talking about I had the other team doing so well, and I was just got so fucking jacked up. I just uh, wore right in front of her, and I felt terrible about it right away. Oh, Dylan, you, you did curse there again. What's that? What did I say? You said you got so fucking jacked I up. I said I got so jacked up, I fucking swore right in front of her, and I apologize yeah. for it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people definitely on your side with this a lot, that, hey, you're going to run out there right after yeah. playing stick a microphone in his place you gotta oh, sort yeah. of expect this but you're know, a competitive tough. athlete yeah, and but, all, yeah. you know I, it's not, not represent the league right and I don't want to do it it was really tough because then afterwards it was a press conference for PBS 
and I just got in front of the microphone. They were asking me a little bit about what it's like to be a football star, and I just said, I fucking think it's great, man. Fucking Mr. Rogers, fucking great, man. Oh, Mr. Okay. Rogers is right. one of my fucking favorite fucking Sesame Street, so fucking good. Yeah, because I, I was yeah. going to say, I mean, there's definitely programming <laughs> great, on PBS right. that is skewed more towards the adult side of the scale. Oh, yeah. But definitely not Mr. Rogers. Right, right. No, that's you know? absolutely true. And I think yeah. re- reimagining Mr. Rogers as Tom Hanks has made America love him that oh, much sure. more. Oh, sure. Oh, my God. That was a melding of two personalities yeah. that was overdue and also oh, dangerous oh, yeah. in many ways. That was the yeah. problem. Then they, they told me I swore. I didn't even realize I was swearing. Yeah, because it seems like you get you get a little bit passionate about something. Oh, yeah. And you little, sort of you lose track a little and you no. really work in an F-bomb there to Well, accentuate. I think the, the big problem is is like so many athletes, as soon as, uh, as soon as there's a microphone in my face, I shut my brain off and I just let my mouth do the working, you know? Yeah, that I mean, I think that's you applying uh, an approach that works on the football field. The whole shut your brain off. Yeah, get in the zone, you know. Kind of like I am right now, man. I'm just talking to this microphone, not thinking too hard, and fucking knocking it out of the park, Uh, you know. You said the F word again. Uh, Did I? When did I say it? Fuck, just fucking. You slipped it in. You said the F word. Yeah, I heard you just say the F word. Well, yeah. yeah. I think our point is that in, in an interview, just yeah. the opposite. You right. you want to turn that mind on, and if anything, maybe take mind over instinct. No, that's that could be true, man. Because right after I got off that PBS interview, I went and did a charity event for the Children's Miracle Network <laughs> Networks of Hospitals. Oh. I was in a room in the ICU. I guess you're man. Really all these, passionate all about the, all that, these huh? all these kids were so happy to see me, and I said, "All these, all <laughs> what you kids are doing, you're so fucking brave, fucking so great, and all these fucking doctors are having such a fucking great." education to fucking cure all these kids it was fucking fantastic i hope y'all fucking get better is all i could say you know well they they have cancer this is clearly not the most traumatic thing that's going to happen to i them. also so think true. i also think you know when you're when you're a kid yeah and an adult comes into a room oh, yeah. and swears and oh, doesn't yeah. correct themselves fun. it's it's fun. it's kind of fun you yeah. kind of feel like no, i'm a grown up or it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah i was gonna say they'd be like cheering every yeah. swear word like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And i imagine the parents were probably a little parents peed, were a little upset yeah they don't want their kids using that fucking language and i go i understand man So okay so we're on board with that so if that as long as that's the worst that that happened, you know. No, yeah, I just gotta concentrate, you know. Yeah, but that's fine because I'm now I'm taking night classes because you know XFL thing can't last forever, so I'm gonna be a lawyer. I'm really excited about that. Oh, that's great! That yeah. Wow, that's remarkably prescient. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I'm very very excited about it, man. The other day I had to give oral opening arguments <laughs> in a mock trial. I just went yeah. in front of that judge. I just said, man, this guy's fucking clearly fucking guilty, man. <laughs> Look at the motherfucker. You just look at this fucker's face. Mm. This fucker's face just screams, mm. I'm fucking guilty, man. Mm. I know we just encourage you to pursue your career in yeah, law, but I, I'm actually rethinking it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Definitely in office, I think you could be a lot of support. Oh, sure, yeah. But maybe That's not true. like a trial attorney. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, yeah. yeah. I think I got a little problem with my writing, though, too, because whenever I put in... <laughs> Like here, hold on. I got I got one of my papers gonna, right yeah, here. Is this a, le- yeah, is a law paper? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a legal law brief. paper says, right there. Uh, as the above heretofore referred to as the fucking client of that, my fucking law firm, which is yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's typed it. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. Your law firm is fucking fantastic. Right. The and fucking I, I fantastic know, law firm. is not a great name for a law firm. I don't know if you firm. noticed, Jordan, but yeah. if you read the first letter of each row. Going all the each line all the way down here, it spells out fucking. Yeah, I got a problem. Fucking fuck yeah, <laughs> I got a problem. Yeah, I don't know how to page stop. Looks it. like it says first letter. Fuck yeah, no, motherfucker. Look, it was second. This is thirty pages. He has profanity written in right. as code at the beginnings of the margins. Look, I, second grade man. I got. I learned that word. I was me. This really cool friend named Jared. Uh, that I went to school with. He's he a couple said, years older than you. A couple years older than me, man. I went to school with him. He said it, and I just. 
You know, I just thought it was the coolest thing, and now I fucking can't help it. I just fucking say it whenever I ain't thinking. Oh, I fucking oh. can't stop myself. Now I'm gonna get fucking kicked out of the XFL. I'm never fucking gonna be a lawyer, man. Oh, Dylan, Wait Dylan, a second. Never gonna fucking Dylan. be a lawyer. Are you talking about Jared Andrews? No, yeah, the head of the American Anti Profanity League. He's, that's the one, man. Fucking, he fucking created. <laughs> he created this disease, and now he's trying to cure it. But fucking can't do it, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> fucking can't do it. Unbelievable. And now you got fucking ruined your podcast to fucking oh, do no, something, you man. You know what? Dylan, you know what? Dylan, you know, come back no, on any. Apple time. isn't gonna let you on their service or Google. <laughs> Play Store and you're no, fucking having we'll up. I know you're on Stitcher, but not anymore because fucking Stitcher's going to say this is a step too far, man. Hey, Anchor.fm, we're going to fuck fine. that shit. SoundCloud's going to say this fucking, no. fucking podcast fucking go to hell. I'm sorry, man. Dylan, Dylan I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to play football. That's all, all right. I want to do. Don't stick your microphones hey, in my face. Man, I just want to play football. Can I, I, we can't let you take that with you. Well, you can't. I can't take this knife. No, you can't. No, take this no, knife. no. It's a fucking beautiful knife, it though. Is. That's it's a fucking great knife ask, you got here. But, but no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's probably good. I'm about to go meet with my grandma, so <laughs> I gotta take off anyways. Idea. Yeah. Just see if you can watch the f bombs. Oh yeah. Thank you, Dylan. Yeah. Any fucking time. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Oh, wide weird sports. sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports. The sad, hilarious tale of Elvis Grabeck, 1998 <laughs> sexiest athlete alive. Oh, do, do you want to feel this one, Jordan? Oh no, I know, I know Elvis Grabeck. Oh, I thought the pronounce he, he said Grabeck. Oh, it's it's Grabeck. I thought it was Gerbach. Gerbach. Yeah, it's Gerbach. Yeah, now, now, now I'm in my own head. Yeah. Gerbach. What did you like say? A bear. I, I said the emphasis on Bach. No, it's the emphasis is on Ger. Yeah, Gerbach. Elvis Gerbach. Elvis yeah. Gerbach. And he also went Grubach. Yeah. As opposed yep. to Gerbach. Gerb. It's like a Elvis. bear name. 1998 yeah. sexiest athlete alive. Elvis Gerbach. Now that I did not know about Elvis yep. Gerbach. Yeah, no. I know I know he went to University of Michigan. Right. Well, you'll you'll get into that. Yep. This comes to you from Deadspin. So uh, this is an epically comical story, courtesy of Sports Illustrated's Jeff Perlman, that includes the following absurd characters. Rich Gannon, Elvis Gerbach. A Kansas City Chiefs and a dim-witted People magazine photographer prepare to feel lifelong sympathy for Gerbach. So this is Perlman's yarn. One of my all-time favorite stories about Elvis Gerbach, Rich Gannon. Oh, that's a tough pick, though. Right. <laughs> How do you narrow down your favorite Elvis Gerbach story? I mean, it's got to be the best, yeah. right? I've done my research. I mean, what what qualifies for best? Yep. So it's a favorite story about Elvis Gerbach. Tear jerking. So Elvis Gerbach, Rich Gannon, and People Magazine's Sexiest Men issue from 1998. It is both outlandish and 100% true. I feel like I'm telling a ghost story. (laughs) Except those aren't true, Phil. Right. Well, you do know that, right? Those there's aren't one true? that has a hook in, uh, on the doorknob. That, that one's true. Yeah, that one's true. Yeah. That was so reported. The handle. Yeah, whatever. Uh, back in the day, I knew many people staffers, and they were all cool, fun, intelligent, and woefully ignorant about sports. That's, I, I am familiar with the environment. I believe it, yeah. Every year in planning the Sexiest Men issue, people's editors would ask a bunch of us at Sports Illustrated for suggestions and insight. And in 1998, for a reason I'll never understand, they decided not to seek out help. <laughs> so they used to, they, the People Magazine staffers usually used to go to the Sports Illustrated staffers and ask, who are some attractive athletes? Right, exactly. Okay, got yeah. it. So to which I'm guessing the Sports Illustrated staffers made fun of them incessantly for several hours before finally submitting some sort of list. 
list. I yeah. feel like they went to the one guy who was just like, all right, I, okay, I'll, got, I'll be the one who says they're attractive, okay? <laughs> right, yeah, no one has to be weird about it. Yeah. He's classically attractive, okay? Yeah. Sure. So, uh, the way the, his calves look in football pants are uh, too much detail. Damn it, right. Sid. <laughs> Can't narrow in. Uh, the magazine chose Rich Gannon as its sexiest athlete. At the time, Gannon was a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. Still a couple of seasons removed from his golden tenure with the Raiders. Gannon was uh, 33. So like young Rich Gannon. Yeah. I only remember like old wearing more padding than you thought could fit onto a person, Rich Gannon. This yeah. is Rich Gannon in his prime. Yeah, yeah, he was 33, handsome and likable. In other words, a solid choice. Yet, people, being people, simply informed the photographer assigned to the piece that the sexiest athlete was the Chiefs quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Hence, I can see where this is going. You can see where this is going. Hence, he took pictures of the Chiefs quarterback. Well, one of the Chiefs quarterbacks was Elvis Gerbach. The pictures made their way back. It's pronounced Grubach. And I think think at the time, Gannon was the backup and Grubach was the starter. Yeah, I guess that's possible. I believe based on the timing. Gerbach was a starter for a while. Mm -hmm. Somewhere. I can't remember where. He moves around. He moves around. So the pictures made their way back to the New York offices and the editors were dumbfounded. This was their sexiest athlete? (laughs) They actually have pictures as part of the article and it is like... Like, it's not a bad-looking dude, right? He's still clearly a, an athlete, but, like, he's not classically handsome. No, no. He looks – he's athlete-attractive, which is to right. say not he's very, strong. but in great he's, shape. Yeah, he's exactly. the sort of guy who would have no reason to fe- feel self-conscious about the way he looks unless someone had to very <laughs> like, state, you're obviously not the sexiest athlete. Right, right. We can all clearly see that that's not but true. But the pictures they took were kind of like – dreamy pictures of a guy who's like right. kind of just a guy right yeah, yeah like they which look, i think is hilarious they look, right. like, they look like people's high school photographs right they tried to sexy him up as they much as they could like, but oh, clearly he's not used nice to this well, did they, did they try dating. to fix this or what well no because uh upon learning the truth no one with the magazine had the heart to tell gerbach <laughs> that an unfathomable mistake had been made and as a result elvis gerbach reigns as people's <laughs> 1998 sexiest athlete Oh my God, how did I not know this? So the article's final line uh, says it all. Quote, his personality makes him sexy. <laughs> that was the last line of the People's article. About that him. tells you that he's not actually attractive when you have to pull personality into right. it. Well, ap- I mean, apparently his parents are, I'm going to guess from Eastern Europe somewhere, maybe several generations removed, but that's what the name sounds like. Named him Elvis. That's interesting. But also, I think that this is a big win for average-looking dudes. Like, yeah. if People Magazine said, like, hey, we're doing, like, the sexiest men of digital marketing, and they went, hey, Phil, you won, I'd be like, something's fishy, yeah. but I'm going to take this honor, and I'm oh, going to yeah. own it, and I'm going to be so proud. Oh, that'd be the way to go. Oh, totally. And that brings it on to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, thank you so much for that wonderful story for all of us average-looking guys. Citizens of Podcast Down, this brings a close to sports. sports sports podcast. Before we go, and maybe this is against my better judgment, let's bring back Dylan Day and see if he can just read uh, his contact uh, information. Yeah, thank, thank as is, I really feel like uh, this is maybe not such a... No, I appreciate it. Well, here's man. the thing. Here's the thing. Dylan, Yeah, I want you to turn your brain off like you did before, no, just, but off, man. I want you to just regurgitate what is on this page. Uh, I want you to read just, what's on this page, and I want you to say exactly what's on the page. I recently visited the, the Holy Sisters of St. Germain. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a nearby nunnery. They're a very, a very uh, pious... 
uh, group, and I told pious. them pious. It's pronounced pious. Sorry, but the popes are either way very pious group. But uh, I told them our podcast is probably not going to be appropriate for you. But if you skip through to the contact information, you can sort of get a taste of it without hearing any anything naughty. So what? Yeah, what a bizarre, that, that was a what a bizarre set of circumstances. I know it is. I was just saying maybe that's why. Now I just feel a lot of pressure. Sure, you still want me to turn you right know what? off? Read this. I thing? want you to turn, but I want you to just read it right. and repeat it. All right, oh, you can oh, find oh, us on Facebook. We're going uh, Facebook.com/slash/sports number three podcast. That's Facebook.com slash sports number three podcast you can find us on twitter we're going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast that's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast or you can find it as anchor all of our back episodes at anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast that's anchor.fm slash sports number three. Oh, i fucking stubbed my toe oh fuck oh motherfucker i just fucking stubbed my toe oh jeez i should have been kicking my little footsies fuck oh i should have been fucking kicking my footsies after all oh man i was just i was just sitting here kicking my footsies back and forth fucking hitting right on this fucking thing oh i think i got blood Pulling under my fucking toenail, man. Oh, God, that hurt. Thank you. Oh, that's much, real Dylan. fucking. Oh, anytime. You got a band aid. Appreciate the effort. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Hey, guys. Joel. Joel. I'd like to apologize to the Holy Sisters of St. Germain. Bye, Bye Joel. Joel.